listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Monday, the 24th of May 2021. Later, what China said to make commodity prices free fall. But first, today marks the beginning of Australian Made Week. It's a campaign to support locally made goods and services. So for more, I spoke with the campaign's CEO, Ben Lazaro. Ben, what's Australian Made Week all about? Australian Made Week uh, is an initiative to support and uh, endorse our Aussie manufacturers and growers. We want to make sure we look for the Aussie Made logo when we buy Australian. We want to educate consumers about the positive impacts of their purchasing decisions and all the the wonderful uh, things that can happen when we buy Aussie. So speaking of those uh, positive impacts of consumers' purchasing decisions, how can buying Australian made contribute to the economy? Well, it's really uh, consumers have got all the power in their hands. When you buy Aussie, if every Australian household uh, bought $10 extra worth of Aussie products each week, you input $5 billion into the economy and most importantly create 11,000 jobs. And with 90% of Aussies preferring Aussie products, then you can really make a difference and it's very achievable. Okay, so how do you think COVID, though, has changed uh, attitudes towards purchasing Australian-made goods? It's a very pro-Australian sentiment in the marketplace as we move through COVID and hopefully out of it. Uh, Consumers became a lot more aware about the impacts of their purchasing decisions, job losses or reduction in hours. So there became a better understanding that if we buy local and support our manufacturers, we keep our families employed, uh, create jobs for our friends in the future and put money back into the economy to ensure that we have industry going forward. But aren't Australian-made products typically more expensive than their overseas comparisons? That's often uh, being said, but we're finding that, that that's evening out, particularly across some product sectors. It's not always the most expensive product. They become very competitive. And, of course, we're, we're looking more about the value proposition now rather than just the initial cost. We're getting a product, when we buy Aussie, we're getting products made to some of the highest quality and safety standards in the world, products that last and products that uh, evolve from our clean, green environment. So it really is more of a long-term outlook when we're buying Aussie. This trend of Aussie consumers wanting to buy more because of COVID, as people return to offices, as borders start to reopen, as we start to import more goods and services, do you think that trend will continue, though? Uh, We're very confident that it will in some way. Uh, We've seen consumers really take the time to and think about what their purchase does for the greater community. And we've monitored that through our social media platforms, through calls into the office. Consumers desperately want to seek out Aussie products and they desperately want to help their local businesses and local growers and manufacturers. So we're very confident that people look through different eyes as we move through, hopefully, out of this COVID situation. And how can consumers and businesses get involved with Australian Made Week? Well, make sure they look for the famous green and gold kangaroo when they shop, whether that's in-store or online. And when they do purchase a product with the logo, jump on social media, tell your friends you've done something useful, something positive, use the hashtag Australian Made Week or simply Australian Made and demonstrate that you're getting behind our Aussie manufacturers and growers.
Ben Lazaro there from the Australian Made campaign. Australian Made Week begins today, Monday. To the Australian share market now, which rose, the S&P ASX 200 up 0.2% to 7,045. The banks did well. The Commonwealth Bank hit a record high today. The best performer on the 200 was Kogan, up 14%. Remember, it was smashed just as much on Friday. Uh, the travel stocks declined following uh, the latest COVID outbreak in Victoria, but the real story today was iron ore. The price of iron ore took a bit of a tumble, down 5% following uh, a bit of action from the Chinese. For more on that and the rest of the day's market action, I spoke earlier with James Whelan from VFS Group. James, the market really isn't moving much today. Why? Uh, I think after the volatility of last week, uh, everyone just wants to take a bit of a foot off the off the gas and also off the brake and just sort of see exactly where the uh, where the market's settling. Still, some big fears ahead with inflation, with uh, rate rises, with yields, and everyone just sort of wants a bit more direction on that this week. Also, some things out of China. Maybe everyone just wants a little bit more clarity on that too. Let's start with uh, rising inflation and thus interest rates. To what extent is that a concern for market players? It's, it's been a concern and growing and growing more over the months as we see it. The recent Bank of America fund manager survey showed that inflation is seen as being the biggest tail risk in the market and still sitting uh, still sitting at the top of the top of the pops on that one. So uh, as that becomes uh, more and more prevalent uh, to, across the market, people are going to have to readjust their portfolios to match. What is also seen is that 69% of respondents to this survey did actually also say that there was going to be high inflation and also high growth to match. As long as those two things go together, everything will be fine. High inflation without the growth is going to be stagflation, and that's a, that's a pretty bad story for markets. I want to spend a bit of time, if I can, on iron ore and China. We Obviously, China's worried about these surging commodity prices, namely iron ore, especially over the past few weeks, right? But today we heard from the National Development and Reform Commission saying it will punish violations in the commodity market. So what exactly are they trying to say? What does it mean and how can this impact Australia? As news of this started to filter through of, uh, of them pulling the leaders of the big uh, producers into, into a room and Reading them, uh, reading them the Riot Act with regards to they're going to crack down on monopolies, crack down on speculation, crack down on overtrading, and and uh, and crack down on uh, on on hoarding as well. Uh, the news of that has gone through to the market. We've seen that some some pretty big uh, slides in uh, in aluminium, in steel, in uh, iron ore almost limit down, I believe, too. So the 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 market has some real jitters with regards to this now becoming direct action as opposed to just policy reform uh, and that direct action is, is definitely putting the fear into the market today. And how's this been reflected in, in those commodity players on the share market and as a result has this recent run up for commodity players like your BHP, your RIA, your Fortescue, has that come to an end for now? I think that we've all known that China needs to take a foot off the gas too, uh, sooner rather than later, uh, uh, cutting back on steel production, not only because they just need to cut back on steel production, but also because they want to try and meet their environmental uh, output objectives, which they said at the beginning of the year. That's going to have to happen at some stage. BHP, Fortescue, we've seen them uh, uh, take a bit of a hit today, and uh, I think that it probably will continue. I'm not going to be going in to buy them on, on, on any dip recently, but there'll be a price uh, probably in a few months where you just might want to get a hold of them. James Willen there from VFS Group. Tomorrow we'll be talking about salaries, where you can ask for a pay rise. Until then, I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at businessricardo. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. 
content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.